0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Lewis Art for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store and Forged Irish Stout. Delighted to be joined with Dev Sani today. He's got the day of reckoning mug on. He's got a lovely little Christmas jumper on as well. As we Roll sort of through towards the closing moments of 2023. Um, been a bit of a crazy year, but I suppose this one's a little bit different. You know, we're not usually talking about the topics of what's happening in boxing, but we will be reflecting on this year of boxing as a whole. Um, I suppose just before I do start this, this is this will be out after. but This is being recorded before the day of reckoning. So whatever happens on December 23rd is you know, completely sort of irrelevant to what we're talking about today. Um, other than that, Dev, how's things, mate? How have we been coping?
1: I'm good, mate. So, if this is going out after Day of Reckoning, I'm sure all fans will have tuned in via TNT Sports Box Office and Order Zone. Um, yeah, no, think, things are things are really good, mate. It's been a hell of a year and it, we've got a hell of a finish to the year coming up as well. It's um, And I'm feeling festive, mate. Look.
0: Mm-hmm. I know. I see it. I see Nothing it.
1: Nothing but festive gifts <laughs> for, for, for boxing fans right now. It's, it's, it's a great time. And uh, yeah, cheers.
0: Uh, absolutely mate and just as we stop before we go into like certain topics I did want to say when you look at this year on a personal level for yourself um, I don't think there's I mean correct me if I'm wrong but I don't think I've been to a single Queensbury presser or a weigh-in and yourself haven't been there you've been just about everywhere this year uh, hosting a lot of press conferences for example you know um, December uh, December 23rd one uh, uh, Fury Usyk um, trying to think what else uh, um, Fury Nganu so low. Like, those are the, obviously the big three that, that people are talking about. So on a personal level, how would you say you view twenty twenty three for you,
1: mate? It's been absolutely unbelievable, and I, I don't take any of it for granted. Like the uh the that one out in Saudi for Fury and Ghanu, where I, I'm sat at one end of the table, John Fury's just next to me, pointing past me. Down the other end of the table is Mike Tyson. Tyson Fury's there, Francis and Garnu's there. Like that was unbelievable. Then obviously all these. You know, Fury of Usyk coming up, Day of Reckoning sat next to to AJ, sort of all, all of that sort yeah. of that. It's, been, it's been quite it's been quite unbelievable to be honest. It's one of those where, you know, if you told me at the start of the year, all of this stuff's gonna happen. It's particularly with some of the relationships that seem to have been formed and the fights yeah. that are being put on, I just wouldn't have believed you. I probably would have called you probably would have called you names under my breath, Lewis.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, no one deserves it more than you uh so just, i would like to like to say mate i'm not I'm, I'm not i'm so i get ha- really happy mate to see you absolutely smashing it and seeing you always on on the front and center of these press conferences mate so just from from myself to you i just want to say well done
1: mate appreciate it thank you
0: Monty. no worries mate i've got my forged irish stout. no one can see it but as you can see i've got the forged irish out pint-sized glass here but as we let's jump straight into this one uh as a 2023 year in review. Just to start off, just to kick this off, Dev Sonny, What is your fight of year of the year in 2023?
1: You you sent me through the the question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even like, even like um, when I thought about it straight away, I was like, oh, I'm probably missing loads, but mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna. There's gonna be some bias from me, obviously, as well, from ones that I've been at and worked at. For me, the most gripping, thrilling mm-hmm. fight that I've been around this year has been Baturbiev against Yard yep. and it was right at the start of the year and just like the build-up to it that how cold Peterbiev was the fact that they they had a face-off at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium you know sort of just before Fury versus Chisora as well it was that night and they had that cold stunning face-off and then mm-hmm. it went into the the build-up and the fight was just it was just thrilling you couldn't take your eyes off it and Normally when Baterbiev piles on the pressure on guys and he's got them hurt and he's bashing them up in the corner, you normally see them wilt. But we were watching Anthony Yard fight back, turn him round, push him back. And because of my sort of investment in Anthony Yard, like emotionally heading into yeah. that fight as well, it was just it was just an absolute thriller. And it's one of those where um, you know, despite obviously had lost the fight, but I think he won the hearts of of the public yeah. as well. And people see him now as one of the best out there and people want to see what, you know, what's he going to do next. So for me, that was just an absolute thriller. That, that was the fight of the year where I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't take my eyes off it. I'm sure there's been other, you know, big high yeah, profile definitely. ones that I've forgotten, but that was it for me. Unbelievable night.
0: To, to be honest, I was chatting to Joe Joe Pugh, and uh, we both agreed. We both said uh, about Sunday that Buterbi Yard was would be our pick as well. Um, do you feel like the pick as well with it be with that fight there? Do you feel like it was helped more when no one? Not, it were not really you know written off in a sense, but nobody thought Anthony Yard could hang with Buterbi um, And you know, not only did he hang, hang hang with him, he he had so much success in that fight as well.
1: Yeah, look, I wouldn't say nobody thought he um, he would hang with Buterbi if you watch my 47 interviews in the build-up to that (laughs) fight, I was certainly saying he would more than hang with Viterbiev. But, um, yeah, look, there is obviously the underdog thing. And and it's just the way he fought as well. And and the way Anthony Odd was going to win that fight, if he was going to win that fight, was by fighting Viterbiev. And that's what made it such a thriller. And he was able to fight him off. He was able to back him up gave him such a hard fight which Baturbi said as well afterwards so yeah look that always adds to it when you've got the uh you know the, the guy with the heart of a lion willing to just go out on his shield and give it absolutely everything and it was like you know how the story also of those guys and Tunde and Yard and how you know in the Kovalev mm-hmm. fight were they inexperienced heading into that could Tunde have done more whereas with this one they've they sort of grew and they evolved as a team. And it was like at that moment where Tundi threw in the towel to protect him, that was like, no, it was, there was quite something a bit special about the whole night.
0: Definitely. Well, just talking about two fighters that had ferocious power, we'll go into our knockout of the year. So what was your favourite knockout of the year this year?
1: Right, so I've got a couple, right. Um, And obviously, again, there they will have been loads of other ones out there. Yeah. Um, And this was... <laughs> Even, and this was a heartbreaking one as well. In, in a way, it was uh, Zile Zhang knocking out Joe Joyce? Yeah. Oh my God! In in that rematch, where you just see Joe Joyce like like it's like a tree being chopped down. Yeah. I, I swear I could feel the ground <laughs> shaking when, when when he landed. Yeah. But it was an unbelievable right hook from Zile Zhang, and yeah. it's like um, everyone had been talking about his his backhand and the southpaw stance. Yeah. Joe Joyce ended up just sort of. Walking towards walking right this, onto it, yeah. This yeah. secret weapon that Zhang had, and the way he landed it and walked off as well was just brutal. Um, yeah. credit to Joyce for getting up as well when most land yeah. mammals will probably still be, you know, fell <laughs> on, the, on the floor somewhere. But <laughs> That was unbelievable. And, and also, Ellis Sorrow knocking out Hosea Burton. Good job. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's one you could just down on the cards on, at the right? time. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. had that story. It was the toughest fight of his career uh, so far on paper. Burton was talking about, if I don't win this, I'm going to retire. So much on the line for both guys. He's behind on the cards, but he's been thinking about throwing this right hand, and they're telling him in the corner, you know, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And then it came, and it was it was truly unbelievable right hand from, from Ellis Sorrow. Look, and if he lands a right hand like that in his next fight, my goodness, yeah. he's the number one cruiserweight in the world. <laughs> so, uh, He's, he's got the power to do so. We,
0: we're we're agreeing quite a bit here. I, I actually had my my knockout of the year was Zhang on Joyce as well. Um, but as we move on to another one, performance of the year, be your from 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 anyone to stand that performance from yourself from someone that you thought.
1: So I've got I've got a few. I mean, um, like the, obviously Terence Crawford against Errol Spence. That yep. you know that was virtuoso. That was like these two guys are meant to be here, and they're at the very top, and he managed to set himself apart here. Unbelievable from Terence Crawford, that. Um, so I thought he was great. I thought Teofimo Lopez against Josh Taylor was, was fantastic yeah. as well. I thought Josh Taylor was going to beat him up. I really did. Yeah. I thought yeah. like Teofimo Lopez, he seemed to just be all over the place heading into yeah. that, and I didn't give him a chance at all. I thought mm. Taylor was going to be just too sturdy, too much uh, aggression, too much will, too much dog. But Lopez was. Brilliant. He turned into that guy that everyone was talking yeah. about when he when he first sort of turned mm-hmm. over and then did what he did against um, Lomachenko, obviously. So yeah, that was good. Um way against Fulton, obviously Great was amazing. Shout. That was a good one. And then on the domestic sense, Nathan Heaney against Denzel Bentley. Yeah. Like yeah. like that I mean, that will come up again later as well. Oh yeah, like, I was... yeah, like where did that come from, mate? I mean I know. That was Denzel Bentley is a guy that's operated at world level, acquitted himself well, big favourite heading into the fight, two-time British champion, and Nathan Heaney. Everyone was saying he's just a ticket seller and eventually he'll get found out, but he's not been found out and he keeps finding other people out. So I thought that was an unbelievable performance from Nathan Heaney.
0: Sticking on sort of that topic of when you said about Heaney, um, many people could have that as their upset of the year. Um, What was your upset of the year?
1: Yeah, I think I think it's that it's it's Heaney yeah. against Bentley, and it's also Zhang against Joyce. You know, as okay. much as um, and both times, more the first time than the second time, because the second time we we were kind of like, well, look, he's yeah. already done it once. You know, he's probably going to mm-hmm. do it again. Like that could happen, but the first time in particular, where Zile Zhang was. He it wasn't Joe Joyce's mandatory or anything like that. Yeah. He was picked as an opponent because Joe Joyce wanted to face a southpaw uh, to help prepare for Alexander Usyk in the future. Zhang had come off a, a great performance against Hergovic. You know he was held in high regard, but would be a great win for Joe Joyce's resume. And Zhang just completely flipped the script—a big, big upset—and. He's put himself in the conversation now as one of the very best heavyweights in the world. It's yeah. like the anyone that's sort of calling themselves the best top five, they kind of need to see him at some point. That's 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 how he looks like to me at the moment, Zile Zhang. So, it's Zhang and Heaney, not
0: not Conlan Gill.
1: Uh, Conlan Gill. Yeah, look, I'd, it was it was an upset. It was an upset. I uh, I just. I was I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure where Mick, Mick Conlon was. I was really yeah. side for the uh, for the fight against Lopez. Uh, Lopez and L- Lopez was fantastic that night as well. But I don't know. I I wasn't it wasn't a huge, huge upset for me that Gil did it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well we'll move on to another one. Um male fighter of the year.
1: Yeah, so for me there's two, and again, I've probably missed loads. I think yeah. Crawford again, yeah. you know, unbelievable yeah. what he did to Errol Spence and the other one for me is, is Zile Zhang. Like he's okay. he's gone into he, he ended the year, like if you think about it, he he's a lot of people picked him to have beaten Hergovic, right? So he may have beaten Hergovic, he didn't get the decision. And then he went on to -to back-to-back wins over Joe Joyce, who some people are saying might be number two, number three heavyweight in the world. So he's entered that conversation. It's a hell of a resume that he's built up there. So I think to sort of come out of, not really out of nowhere, but there there weren't really performances earlier on in his career where you thought he was just going to go and do what he's doing now. uh, And he is. And... He Again, he's in the conversation now, and we want to see him against all the top, top guys, because, hey, he is a heavy-handed, massive, gigantic southpaw. That's a nightmare for anyone to, anyone to fight. So, uh, yeah, for me, he's uh, he's really stood out this year.
0: Female fighter of the year?
1: It's got to be Katie Taylor, to be honest. Yeah. I, I think... I think it all hinged on what was going to happen in the the rematch with Chantel Cameron. Uh, she found herself fighting someone who has a win over her, has a blueprint on how to beat her, um, younger, fresher, uh, bigger—all all of these things—and she still beat her. So yeah. that 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 was a sort of a legend-making performance, legend-making win for for Katie Taylor, and yeah, it's got to be her.
0: They just listed off the last couple ones. Now, breakout star of the year.
1: Breakout star. Yeah, so I've got two. Um, and for me, I think Liam Davis has been unbelievable. Yep. I Definitely. think he's uh, he's only like 14, 15 and 0 now. And he's he's been yep. English champion. He's British champion, he's European champion, he's getting better and better in his last performance. He knocked out this this Italian fella and something about it, it all just looked right. I think it was in a bigger arena, it wasn't just in Telford, the lights, the way he looked, the way he roared down the camera after he knocked yeah. the guy out, I thought he was brilliant. And I think he he's broken out this year and I think there's big nights ahead for him. And also, similar sort of thing, Nick Ball. Nick Ball yeah. is uh, he is nailed on to become a world featherweight mm-hmm. champion for me. And it feels like he like we're getting closer and closer to it now. The way he treated Isaac Dogbay in that fight was just fantastic. And Carl, Carl Frampton put out a tweet the other day about when Rosie Ramirez lost to, to the Mexican. Yeah. And he said Nick Ball was both through both of them. Yeah. So look, he believes it. That's that's a uh, high praise from a former featherweight world champion and super bantamweight champion. And I believe him. I agree with Carl Frampton. I think this has been just like last year, actually. Last year was a bit of a breakout for Nick Ball. Well, he's he's broken out again and uh, he's gonna wreck his way to a world featherweight title.
0: When it comes to Liam Davis, although he has been a breakout idea, do you feel like sometimes he isn't always getting the respect he deserves? I know after a big European title win, but I feel like I sort of speak for a lot of people where I still feel like do you know what he is very, very good and Still don't feel like he's overly getting the respect he deserves.
1: I I think heading into his last fight, it wasn't what he wasn't necessarily getting it all that he deserves. But I think something's changed in that last fight now. Yeah. Like he's like he's doing more press and stuff like that as well. He's <laughs> getting the love, he's getting the respect. I'm seeing it more anyway, but ultimately you just see it when when he, he has his next fight. How are tickets gonna yeah. do? How many people are gonna watch? How many people are interested? And for me, he is He's a puncher. He's turned into a puncher. Yeah, definitely. He, he looks the part um, and he can chat. He's actually one of the best trash talkers we have in this country. <laughs> Not a lot of people have, have really seen enough of it. But if you watch some of his presses, he, he's got a great line or two in him. And uh, you get, get him the right dance partner. You get him someone that people know. I think that's what's missing right now. He just needs uh, an opponent that people know and respect. At the moment, you know, he had Cunningham great, had yeah, all that as well. But more of that would be would be good, and that'll kick him on.
0: I do feel like I already do know the odds to this one. Um, but what would be your event of the year for this year?
1: Um, well, we haven't been to the day of reckoning, yeah, yet, yeah, of course, cool, uh, so It has to be the battle of the baddest mm-hmm. unbelievable week in Riyadh that I will never forget. You were out there as well, yeah, you know, definitely. You're- you'll never forget it, Uh, just astonishing. Like the gala dinner in particular will live long in my memory. The fact that me and Andy Clark were just kind of hosting the live stream, having guests brought to us, Oscar De La Hoya. Oh, thanks, Oscar. Here comes Manny Pacquiao. Oh, thanks. Here comes the Brazilian Ronaldo. Here comes comes, uh, Mike Tyson. Here comes Lennox Lewis. Just unreal, like a collection of, of stars just all in Riyadh that week and they witnessed something very, very special. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that.
0: Definitely. And just a last one, a final one from me. Um, what sort of best moment of the year? Special moment, you know, whether it be inside, outside the ring, any moment in boxing that, uh, you know, it, it sort of it warmed the hearts of the public.
1: Yeah, it's a tough one. This is one um, that it feels like. It feels like the kind of story of the year in terms of a fighter, uh, an underdog. It's been Nathan Heaney. Uh, I thought yeah. that was a moment that collectively warmed the hearts of, you know, of the British public. The British public love an underdog, and he's a super, super nice guy. Yeah, uh, which always helps. And like he's like, other than when he's fighting people in the ring, he wouldn't hurt <laughs> anyone. You know, and he's, yeah. he's got he's got that fan base of of Stoke as well. Um, you know, he he gets emotional when he talks about it as well. Mm-hmm. He's very relatable. He's he's vulnerable, and uh, he's 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 a great fighter. He's, he's turning. Mm-hmm. He's actually improving. His last couple of performances have been fantastic. Jack Flatley yeah. and and uh, Denzel Bentley, of course. So that that does stand out to me as a a bit of a, a moment of the year. You know, I'm, I'm gutted for Denzel Bentley yeah. on the on the Nathan Heaney side of it, considering he's he was written off. Mm-hmm. But for him to then do that was uh, was quite astonishing.
0: So, uh, yeah. yeah. Just sticking on the topic of Nathan Healy, do you feel like what do you feel like you want next for him? Would it be maybe someone like Hamza Shiraz or or you know a big world title fighter Stoke? What do you feel like would be the logical step for
1: him? I don't know. I, th- I think uh, look, he's got that British title now, so. I don't know. I don't know if he'll straight away kick onto a world title fight. Obviously, the Hamza Shiraz fight will, will be there. I'm sure there'll be talk about that. But Hamza's got very serious business in Liam Williams here. Yeah. He has to oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Of, course, of course. So yeah, that's a very tough fight for for Hamza. Let's see how how that goes. But I don't know. I think uh, I'm sure Frank and George will have a, a great plan for him. And you know, I I think he's. After that fight against Denzel Bentley, I think you'd, you'd forgive him for having a like an easier one, maybe we'll yeah, him yeah. as as a favorite. But then maybe you won't get the best out of him in that way. I I don't know, but I I can't wait to see what he does next. And um, I, I, hopefully you know he's got a ton ton of new fans now, and he's it feels like we have capitalized on it collectively yeah, on, on the win. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: Absolutely. Just as we close this off, um. What do you want for 2024? 2023 was very exciting with you know Saudi, so sort of. A, I'd say definitely it was a sort of a breakthrough year for Saudi. Um, you know, we still, we did see three events this year um, in in the sort of kingdom of Saudi Arabia, which has obviously a lot of excitement with that. But 2024, what do you really want to see? What are you excited for? And, you know, what do you want to sort of throw out the hat for it to potentially happen? Obviously, we're seeing undisputed, but you know, what else do you want to see?
1: I, I I just love this heavyweight division. I want to see them all fight each other. And uh, I think with the involvement of Saudi, we are actually getting it. Like, it's mm-hmm. happening. The undisputed fight is made. We're going to see that in February. Unbelievable. We're actually going to see it. You know, uh, I want to see... All of them fight each other. I'd love to see, you know, Wilder against Joshua if they get through their next fights. So I'd love to see Wilder against Usyk. You know, I'd love to see Fury against mm-hmm. Joshua. All these, um, all these brilliant heavyweight fights. I want to see them. I want to see Zile Zang get in the mix with these guys. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of. I just want to see the fights that you know we're we're all crying out for, and I feel like I feel like for most of them we're actually gonna get them. Like it's uh you know, Frank talked about game changed with uh this deal with um, you know, his his excellency. And uh it's the game is changing and you know, it hasn't even really been going long. And I, I think we'll get there. I think we're gonna get some very, very big fights.
0: Absolutely. I definitely second that. Um Dev just wanted to say thank you for taking time to speak to me. I appreciate you doing this little yearly recap with me. And I always appreciate throughout twenty twenty three we've been catching up, talking about all different types of topics, all different types of things, and you know um, I Always do appreciate uh, catching up with you whenever it yeah, the a weigh in, a press conference, a fight night, uh, anytime, mate. Appreciate it, thank you. Appreciate it, thank you, mate. I hope, did
1: you like mm-hmm.
0: the chilling? Yeah, yeah, I like it, mate. It's always always just chilling, man. It's chilling, man. It's a it's a lovely little jumper.
1: Yeah. Top man, mate. I'll see you later. Take care. Yeah,
0: top man. Thank you, mate. Cheers.
1: Sports social podcast network.